0: everyone. I'm so happy you've tuned into the show. Whether you have listened before or you're brand new, I'm so grateful for you. You have no idea. And this episode is brought to you by my Become Aligned course. And podcasts are amazing. And I know that you know that because you guys all listen to them and I do too. And sometimes they are not necessarily enough because while we're listening, sometimes we're passively listening and we're not actively listening. So the reason that Chris and I... Chris is my husband. The reason we've created this course is because we get asked so many questions outside of the podcast on how we started living the life that we live now. A life of happiness, of abundance, of really understanding that life is always full of problems every single day, but there's always a solution. And how do we shift back into a mindset that's going to keep us happy, keep us together, keep us successful, and keep us in thriving relationships? And that is what Our become aligned course is about Guys, we cover everything from mindset to the rituals that we do every single day. We talk about different energy sources that's really going to provide you with lasting energy. We talk about your purpose and what that actually means, what it is and how it's ever changing. We're going to tap into your beliefs. We're going to show you how to build a tribe to support where you're going. And we're definitely going to talk about wealth, abundance, money, all of the good things and how to sustain all of this. Because... Well, like I said, podcasts are absolutely awesome, you don't necessarily sit down and actually write out a plan for yourself. Because as much as I can sit here and tell you on the podcast what we do and how, much, how many different people that I can interview, it's important that you actually learn how to apply these things in your own life. So if you've been listening for a while and you are ready to go deeper and you really want to get some direct training and be able to dive into your life and yourself and your mindset, this is the course for you. I don't know about you, but I absolutely have points in my life where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I hit walls where I don't necessarily feel happy anymore and I haven't sat with myself long enough. I haven't really let myself think. I haven't written out how I actually feel. And so many people who took this course said that it was completely life-changing and they revealed a lot of things about themselves, about them li- about their lives about their relationships that they weren't really looking at or they were avoiding. And it's about having those tough conversations, not only with other people, but really with yourself and knowing that you have the tools and the access to the tools. And we're going to teach you all of the tools that you need, not only to move through things, but to actually thrive on the other side. So you guys, I would love for you to join the Aligned community. It's such a special group of human beings and you get lifetime access. This is nine different modules where you're going to be working through each area of your life at your own pace. So you might need something on abundance. You might need more on you know money. You might need more on your purpose, on your tribe. This is where you can really go deep on exactly what You need and make sure that you're not missing any of your blind spots if you are feeling stuck or if you are wondering how everyone is doing it and how they're managing it all. This is a truly honest course about how to have a thriving life and manage and deal with all of the different problems that do come up in your life and understand that not everyone is going to support you and not everyone is for you and you are not for everyone. And that's okay. It's finding your people. It's forgiving yourself. It's creating a life of abundance and choosing your own purpose and your happiness. So, you guys, you can go to becomealigned.com. That's becomealigned.com. And you guys know that because you're listeners, I'm gonna give you an awesome deal and an awesome discount. And I cannot wait to see you in that community. And also let me know if you join because it is such an awesome, awesome uh, community. And also, I'm really proud of this course. Chris and I poured our heart and our soul into this, everything that we've done, everything that we've learned, we've invested so much into ourselves that this is everything that we have applied in our lives. And if you want to know how we've done it, we put it all on the table. We've put it all in this course. So if you want to know, go check it out at becomealigned.com. So let's get into the show.
1: You don't have... That fear, those nerves, or that adrenaline, they, they say, like, you know, the greats of our industry, like Ric Flair and Ray Mysterio, they say, if you don't have that feeling anymore, you should go. Yeah, because I'm go. it's, you need it.
0: Welcome to the Earn Your Happy podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I have a really unique podcast because I had the opportunity to go down to the Staples Center in Los Angeles and interview the WWE Divas and I have to tell you that it's a it's a bit outside of my box, but for some reason the WWE Divas keep coming in to my life over and over and over, whether it is through a friend of mine who uh, works for them and is constantly helping them get their messages out or literally speaking with uh, one of the Bella Twins at an event. like I'm like, why is this in my circle? This is so awesome. So when I got the opportunity to go and interview, it was a resounding yes for me because anytime there is an opportunity to talk to people who are living in their dream. I want to know all about how they got there. So today in my interview, I got to sit down in the Staples Center with the amazing Natalia and Naomi of E's Total Divas, which is a reality series on the show. And Natalia uh, is one of the incredible female wrestlers. And she is a Proudly, she's proudly carrying on the legacy of the legendary Hart family in WWE. And her presence out of the ring is almost as formidable as her presence within the ring. She, like I said, is starring on E's Total Divas reality series and working as an active supporter of WWE and the creative coalitions Be a Star Alliance Make a Wish. Susan G. Komen and the WrestleMania Reading Challenge. This woman is absolutely amazing. I loved her heart. I loved her energy. Um, And I can't wait for you to get to know her and hear about her path. And the other woman I got to interview as well in here, we sat down together, the three of us, which was so... So much fun is Naomi. She is, she used to be a former NBA dancer for Orlando Magic. She was performed with hip hop stars like Flo Rida. And these talents would take her around the world as she performed everywhere from North Korea to Indonesia. And despite all that success, her dance steps couldn't satisfy her competitive spirit, which is how she found herself as a contestant on WWE's NXT. Despite being eliminated in the final week of her season, Naomi soon launched into orbit around Planet Funk as one half of the Funkadelics. From there, she broke out on her own, determined to take WWE by storm. The Total Divas star has since had a series of remarkable runs as both fan favorites and corner-cutting villain, doggedly pursuing the Divas champ Championship for the better part of a year, cementing her status as a ring general by heading up the attitude-filled team BAD, team BAD, of Tamina and Sasha Banks during the Divas Evolution. You guys, this woman is so brilliant, so kind. Her heart is so huge. And what I have to tell you about this interview is that seeing how much these women lean on each other ask each other for help celebrate each other was i mean i literally had tears in my eyes at one point because it just shows how important the connection between friendships and women is and how when we really know what it looks like to celebrate each other and what it means to celebrate each other which is what they're going to talk about is how you truly rise to your goal and how these women have in to stardom. So let's get started. So you guys, I'm so incredibly excited to be here. I am sitting down right now in the Staples Center in Los Angeles with Natalia and Naomi, yes. who are... You guys have a match tonight. I actually don't know. We're not exactly You're sure. You're not sure yet. I think we might be doing
1: something on the show. Okay. Maybe, maybe something like... um Back a Backstage segment.
2: Oh, amazing. So, yeah, okay.
1: but we could have a match. I mean, the thing about WWE is that it's very uh,
2: spontaneous. Anything and everything yes. can happen yeah. at any
1: given moment.
2: You always got to be prepared and ready. And we usually don't know until last minute, like, what we're going to be doing, what we got. We, we very well could be having a match. Keep showing
0: your toes. <laughs> okay, that is the best. I, I, I think right there is, like, the, the best place to start. Because I think with anything and everything, people don't realize how much you have to be prepared for anything, whether it's starting Mm -hmm. your own business or whether it's this, or you have to be willing to bend. You have to be flexible and you probably have to have a really, just like any single thing um, that comes your way, you kind of have to be ready to
1: do it. Yeah, you have to just, like Naomi said, you have to be on your toes because, and that's kind of the fun part of WWE and, and working here is that, no day is ever the same. Mm-hmm. We're always in a different city, state, country, continent, doing something exciting. Whether it's yeah. you know something that involves working with kids mm-hmm. or performing in the ring or visiting children's hospitals, it's mm-hmm. just it's a it's a really stimulating job. The, the hardest part of the job, mm-hmm. though, is the travel. Yeah, yeah. that will keep I you agree. really on your toes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so
0: that's what I was going to ask you about. Is for for people, especially you know, you probably. You probably want to stay in shape for the ring, but then there's traveling and like the mindset of, of wanting to be at your best with all of the travel too. how do you, how do you mentally prepare for something that you can't prepare for?
2: I think you just, you just do it. Like, I feel like our lives move and go so fast. We, a lot of times, I don't have time to think because it's the next thing is already here. It's already another show. We're already driving to the next town and it's already another appearance. And like, and then your family life. And I honestly, I feel like I'm just living in the moment and Mm -hmm. really trying to enjoy it all because I know I can't do this forever. Mm -hmm. So like, I just go with the flow and- Make it happen.
0: No yeah. excuses. She mm-hmm. always just says push, push through. through. <laughs> uh, where did that come from? Where did push through come from? Uh, Natty and I and like <laughs> just all the girls, you know, it's
2: like it's always something like always drastic mm-hmm. and like just we have so many crazy stories and just stuff like you can't make it up. You wouldn't even believe it if we told you some <laughs> of these stories. But like our <laughs> model legit just became like. Whenever we going through a struggle, just just push through. Yeah, like just push through, (laughs) sis. Like that's that's all you can do. Like
3: Mm.
1: it's (laughs) it's it's that's that's that. Naomi came up with that <laughs> saying and she, you know, pushed through. It's like when you don't realize sometimes that even when we're filming Total Divas, mm-hmm. a lot of people think, oh, they get time off to do the show. We don't get any time off. Like oh, man. when we, you know, we do our live events on the weekends. So mm-hmm. it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, live events. Monday, we have Raw, you know, and then when we're filming the show, it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're filming Total Divas. Wow, and stop. so some, some days it's nonstop. And Naomi has a family and kids and, you know, a husband and, and I have a husband and five mm-hmm. cats and, you know, like I, I don't have kids, but like, and it's one thing I don't have to like, that's one stress I don't have, <laughs> yeah. but like there, the days are hard and they just, you know, even when, you know, you never know when you're going to be delayed or your plane's mm-hmm. not going to make its connection and you're scrambling trying to figure out how you're going to make a show. And you're, you know, doing something really important at the show. You don't want to let down fans when mm-hmm. you've been advertised mm-hmm. for a signing, but you can't help it. There's a flood in Washington or something. Like, like it's yeah. just, There's just so many obstacles that we go through. But I will say that being in WWE has made us so much stronger Mm. and equipped in life to handle anything. I feel like I could run for... Mm I could run for president <laughs> of the United States after working here. I'm like, Honestly. I can do anything. <laughs> yes. Seriously. There's nothing we can't do. Seriously,
0: So I, I love that because there's so many people who, I mean, no matter what it is, I think there's so many parallels in everything mm-hmm. that you are doing just with everyday life or people who are trying to start a business or who are trying to go to the next level, because no matter what, there are obstacles mm-hmm. and there's never time but somehow you get the time to do what needs to get done and right. everything mm-hmm. gets done that needs to get done. So mentally, what do you do when you are like, it just feels like you can't push, like even though that phrase yeah. is there <laughs> and you like push through, but you just feel like the world is imploding around you. Is there a way that you guys get rooted or like grounded yeah. or do you rely on each other or what does that look like?
2: I usually burst into tears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me I mean, too. there's definitely those days when, you know, you... You go through ups and downs or you yeah. feel like you just, man, I just don't know how much longer I can go or like <laughs> I just need a break. But I think just having a the drive and passion for what we do and really loving it and also realizing that, you know, this this can be here today and gone tomorrow. You can mm. get hurt tomorrow or you can be replaced tomorrow. It's very competitive and it's it's not guaranteed. So I think always keeping that like at the forefront of gratitude. my mind is mm-hmm. what keeps me like— When I'm down, I'm just like, no, I can't give up. Mm. I could get hurt tomorrow and be out for months. And then, you know, I'm I'm sad because I can't work or I'm stressed Mm. about that. So like, um, I don't know, just really valuing and appreciating this moment, opportunity and time in my life and just never losing sight of that. And always staying Mm. grateful and humble is really what keeps me on track when I do get in those slumps or those those days or moments or points in my life where I'm just like, it's too much or you're overwhelmed or you're stressed or like anxiety because mm-hmm. it is a it's lot. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. It's, yeah, there's... There, and also like, having friendships with Natty, like, yeah, I do feel like we we lift each other up, we help each other, we vent to each oh, other. We, <laughs> and like, we laugh, we cry, we bend, <laughs> we hug it out, we beat we each other We hold each other, we rock each other. <laughs> I mean, Natty, well, you've been here 12 years? 12. In yep, WWE, actually, yep.
1: 10 on the main roster, but 12 okay. in, like, the whole... Like, in. I got hired in 2007. Okay. So it's been... I've been here for a minute. And, like, <laughs> Trin knows... Naomi, like her real name is Trinity, but we call her Naomi. I keep calling her Trin. Um
0: are <laughs> so like,
1: are there three people? <laughs> Naomi... Naomi and I have been through like so much together. We've been yeah. through the good, the bad. We've been through highs and lows and, you know, whether it's, you know, cause we, we spend most of our life on the road, mm-hmm. you know, strangers become family yeah. and sometimes family can become strangers because we're always on the road. We're yeah. on the road, like with total divas upwards of 280 to 300 days a year. Oh my God. And yeah. you literally, that is home. you literally, your luggage becomes your house, mm-hmm. your holiday Inn, your national rental car. Like it's, you just, you you have to find a way to find balance. And mm-hmm, so I always mm-hmm. feel for me, leaning on friends that are that I'm close to where I can just say, like I can talk to Naomi and just yes. tell her what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I know we've talked about this a hundred times, but can we beat
3: this <laughs> horse one more again? time? <laughs>
1: can I just tell <laughs> you? Like... all And it feels good just to get it out because sometimes yeah. when I'm talking to my husband about certain things, he's like, oh, all you girls do is complain. I'm like, you don't get it. I <laughs> don't get it. It's way
2: different doing this as a woman. Like it is it's on so many levels.
1: Talking, mm-hmm. talking to your friends, calling, you know, sometimes I'll give my mom, like I call, I talk to my mom a lot. I keep very grounded with family. But you know, one thing that's really helped me, especially in the last year mm. since my dad passed away, um, mm. my dad passed away last August. And one thing that's really helped me, because that was a traumatic situation for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I realized looking back, especially with Father's Day, I spent a lot of yesterday mm. kind of reflecting because I was you know, in between like listening to Stevie Nicks and crying in the yes. car. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like thinking about everything. And I was like, you know, what's really helped me through is working out. Mm. Um, I, My mom and I, after my dad passed away, my I got my mom and I into these workout classes. Mm. And I, I all, I've, I've worked out since I was like 15 years yeah. old. I've done powerlifting. And I got a little burned out of going to the gym on my own. I, I would mm-hmm. walk into a gym and I'd be like, after my dad passed away, I was like, I don't know what to do. Even though I, I'm like, I know everything you could know about working out. Mm-hmm. But I would walk into a gym and I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like, I I, I just, I don't feel motivated. I, mm-hmm. I can't get focused. Mm-hmm. So I just, my mom and I went, started going to these workout classes. Uh, they were just like a hit hit training classes yeah. together. It's called Orange Theory. Oh
0: yeah, totally and, do Orange Theory. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> I always heard about, it. I was like, oh, come on. It's a gimmick, blah, 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 blah. And like, My mom has lost twenty pounds and we go like five days a week and it's really such an incredible experience for us to bond. (laughs) Yeah. And I it's like HIT training. Burn like I burn like five to seven hundred calories per class, but I couldn't get my I hate to say this, but I couldn't get my ass into the gym on my own after my dad died. I was so sad. And so not even not even just sad, but just so like I can't, I can't, I can't put into words what I felt, but I was unfocused. Yeah. I was unfocused, unsettled, uncertain, and just in a weird fog. Mm-hmm. But that one class with my mom, that one, you know, or even without her, but we go together, it's our thing. it, That was that one hour that I couldn't look at my phone. I couldn't do anything but do what the teacher told me to do. Mm -hmm. And I needed somebody to give me that structure. Like I needed that structure in my life. And my whole life, I've been always very motivated. Mm -hmm. But when I felt like I was going off the beaten path, I needed somebody else to get me in line. So Mm -hmm. if you're going through something hard or you're going, or you just don't feel settled, or you sometimes, Get a personal trainer, go yes. to a class, go to a spin class, go to a yoga class. go mm-hmm. do a and what happened was that the natural endorphins would come out from working out that after I would go to the class, I would feel so rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. and my and you also get those natural endorphins in your brain where mm-hmm. I would be like, Okay, I don't need to take anything like a medication or anything because I feel like those natural <laughs> endorphins are like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll have a glass of red wine, but <laughs> <laughs> totally. So that, that helped me a lot working out the the natural endorphins and just having somebody. Sometimes you just need somebody to help you. Yes. And you need to ask for help. And yes. I and again, I would always think before those classes, before my dad passed away, I was like, I'm so, you know, I, I don't need anyone's help. I can go to the gym and I can do this and I know exactly what I'm doing. I needed help. I I needed, Mm -hmm. I needed somebody to get me back on track Mm -hmm. and it's okay to ask for help.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm, That's so, I so relate to exactly what, that's kind of how I found orange theory too, is I was just at a point like business wise in my life where it got so busy that I couldn't, I'd always done my own fitness thing, but it was like, you need help right now. Like, you need to be able to rely on somebody else.
1: That's I just want somebody to tell me what to do.
0: It's yeah. so beautiful <laughs> yes. to hear that. Like, yeah. everybody, no matter how... Like, because people probably look at you and think you have it all figured out, which you do to an extent, but there comes a time mm-hmm. in people's lives where you need... It's so important to have other people and have friends. And
1: watching my mom after... Because my mom and dad have been married for 40 years. And she, all of a sudden, you know, she spent most of her life... My dad had Alzheimer's before he passed away. My mom's whole world revolved around taking care of my dad. So when my dad passed away, she almost didn't know what to do with herself. Right. She was like, I don't know what to do anymore because I, don't, I can't take care of, you know, Jim." So she'd go to these classes with me and it was the first time in her life, her adult life, that she actually focused on herself. And it's funny because even after the classes, I would notice that my mom was doing different things that were really great. Like she would get dressed up and she would get her hair done Mm. and she'd put on makeup and she'd wear earrings or she'd put on a necklace. And she she would just, she really started caring about how she looked because working out made her feel good. And Mm -hmm. it kind of brought her confidence back. And I was like, wow, like even though my mom's sad and she's going through a hard time, Going to the gym and finding focus, whether it's with a personal trainer or just, just mm-hmm. moving, getting that blood flow going, it it's the fountain of youth. It's the best natural mm-hmm. medicine to make you feel good. And it um it gave my mom like something to focus on every single day. Well, once that workout's done, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And it gives you a focus. Mm-hmm. Especially when our whole there's so much craziness and uncertainty going on in the world. You turn yes, the news yeah. on and just Oh, it's awful.
0: Something to pull so you out awful. of your own way. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's just an hour for you. No one I mm-hmm. you know, I, I I never really like to work out longer than an hour because we never because have time. I. <laughs> I never really have time, but like yeah. I can't I find it, it, it can be daunting when you go in there, like just for too long, you know, mm-hmm. just two, three, some teachers, my husband loves to go into the gym for like three hours. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go in the car and read a book, <laughs> <laughs> you go in the gym and figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, totally. but yeah, that that's really helped me is working out. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, those classes were great. So mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll get bored try of it. It's my sister Jenny actually lost 100 pounds doing it.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. She had always struggled with weight her whole life. And then we started doing the classes. And it's just like, it's only 55 minutes, but it's just like someone just tells you what to do. Yes. Yeah. And they're watching you. So it's like, I can't get off the treadmill because the yeah. coach is going to call me out. And this <laughs> soccer mom next to me is kicking my ass. <laughs> oh my God.
0: It's real. Like, I have a friend who actually runs now. And so I would go to his class all the time. And I'd be in, and I'm like, oh, Totally got this. Like, you know, I'm going to do really great mm-hmm. in this class. And then all these unsuspecting women just like are crushing me on the right like,
1: treadmill. <laughs> and you're just looking at them like, I'm why? Dying. That? Yeah, it's- <laughs> yes.
0: So, what is what is something that you wish more people knew about you? What's something that most people may not know, or that you wish people knew? Mm, that's a good
2: question. I don't know because I feel like we really with put total our lives Davis, well, like, like everything. Is out pretty there. much everything is out there. Um, probably just how. My, how family oriented mm. I am and how bad I, I want kids. Mm. And so I kind of struggle with that because I want my career and yeah. this life I have right now as mm-hmm. well. But I'm also constantly back and forth with, okay, when is when am I going to hang up my boots and when is it time to step away and when am I going to be able to give more to my family and my husband? So um, just probably that. Mm. It's a real struggle being Independent woman having a career, being married, and then mm-hmm. trying to find that balance—that is a really hard struggle. That's and a lot. I think it, it looks—it looks amazing because you know people don't really know those conversations that he and I have, and trying to figure out okay when is it going to be my last year or those things. It's really hard, and it's been mm-hmm. weighing on me a lot. Like so, like the pressure of being a woman in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I think that's very difficult. And I think a lot of women make it look easy and people don't see the sacrifices that are made. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd probably say that that's probably something I really don't open up as much yeah. about or people really haven't heard me talk about, but other than that, everything else is, is out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> is it, is it, if you, or when you have children, are you, would you, you wouldn't be coming back? You would be, no, yeah, it, it's I've, so chaotic.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. just want to dedicate 100% to being a mom.
0: Yeah, it's it's that conversation about, like, taking something that's so great in your life mm-hmm. and you're having to end something that's great while it's yeah. still great.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: that's a tough conversation because I think so many people are in something great in there, or they're in something mm-hmm. really good, but sometimes you have to end something really good in order yeah. for, like, this next great yeah. chapter to come. And
2: it's scary. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so scary. It's all these doubts and fears. Like, I'm terrified to have a baby, but... Yeah. Work. I want to so bad, so it's like, man, that is crazy. But I do get so inspired from some of our former wrestler women who have left and went on the yeah. like Brie. She's, I mean, they've just gone through their pregnancies with so much grace and mm-hmm. just, just so beautiful in the process. And the like Maurice and Bribella and Eve, yeah, and like Beth, and Beth, yeah. And I'm just, I look at them and Maria. Yeah. And they just I don't know they handle it so well and they they really give me the confidence and they're like, "You know what? I will be okay after here. I can mm-hmm. do it and it's going to be it's going to be great." So I look forward to that. Mm.
0: What about even like career-wise because I know that I I think so many different things are just beautiful chapters and platforms as well. Mm-hmm. Um because Career wise, this can this probably has opened up so many ideas as well mm-hmm. for you around well, if I have children, what could you know right. be something that has opened up have you ever thought of that?
2: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of ideas I have mm-hmm. and I feel like to once I am retired or do step away, I will have the time to start those other businesses. I would mm-hmm. love to do a hairline. I love hair. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to do a neon glow makeup line. Mm. Um we want to open up a wrestling gym in school. Mm-hmm. We want to do a wrestling. Like we have all these ideas, but just there's no time right I now know. to do those things. Yeah. So um, it's just, it's it's scary, but it's also um, like I'm ready for that growth and I'm yeah. ready for that next chapter as well.
0: hmm and so much of this probably made Let you it. realize you can do anything.
2: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I noticed too with this job, like I'm always scared. Like even mm. when I still go out and perform. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm shaking. I'm fidgety and I'm anxious. But I just going through that just lets me know it's okay to be scared. It's it's a good scared. It's a good oh my God, let's talk It's a more good feeling, that. you know? And I can yeah. yes. You go out there and you, you do it and you it. get through it. Yeah. yeah.
1: We we need that nervous like I I'm the same as Naomi in the sense I like I like to be nervous before a wrestle. It gives okay. you the edge that you need. Mm-hmm. It, it, the adrenaline is actually, you can't bottle up what you feel. Mm-hmm. That adrenaline is powerful. It mm-hmm. protects you. It keeps you on your toes. It makes you safe. It, it's mm-hmm. really important to have it. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that fear, those nerves or that adrenaline, they, they say, like, you know, the greats of our industry, like Ric Flair and Ray Mysterio, they say, if you don't have that feeling anymore, you should go yep. because go. it's you need it.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So, so many women always ask me like, how, how do you move forward with that initial fear? Cause there's so many people, whether it's public, you know, I have so many women who want to do public speaking or want to write a book or want to do a book tour or want to start their own business. Mm-hmm. And they're so afraid of that feeling of not being enough, of feeling like a, a failure. fraud, yeah. of failing. So how do you, what is the belief? Like, what's the deep-rooted belief that you've created for yourself about either that feeling or about life? Like, will it always Mm -hmm. turn out or does failure always, you know, is it always a lesson even if it's a failure? Like, what is the thing that makes you be able to show up even when it feels terrible? Like, even when it feels super scary?
2: I feel like for me, it's worse to, like, I would rather try and know than not try and never know. Yes. I think it's great way to describe it. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want to look back and have any regrets. Right. And so I always think that way. And
0: was it because people in your family had a lot of regrets or like, what is the, so you know what I'm trying to say? Like the, what's the pain point that you think about if you don't do it? I think that, that
2: someone has something to do with it as well, because I I have seen a lot of, a lot of my family members so talented, had dreams, but were was just, Too afraid to chase after after them and Mm -hmm. take that chance and and go after them, and that's why they're so proud of me because I did take that leap of faith. I did, you know, against all the odds and Mm -hmm. all the fears, I just went for it, and I wouldn't be here where I am now. So, learning that at a young age um, has definitely like guided me through my life and showed me at a young age like don't ever let anything hold you back or stop you from doing Mm -hmm. something because just the idea that you think right. you can't, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And also there's no overnight success story. Like there's no overnight, you know, there's, there's no, what is it? The, there's no get rich quick. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every single person I know has had a struggle, a journey, a story, whether, you know, they had cancer or they lost, both of their parents, or they lost their house in a fire. Or mm-hmm. I mean, every person I know has, like, you talk to even the girls in our locker group, You know, Lacey came from a military background and she has a daughter, and her father was very troubled and had struggled with addiction. And mm-hmm. we started, we were talking about that, and I was like, oh, I can relate to, you know, some of that. And we had, You know, a girl that used to work here, um, AJ Lee, she, you know, suffered from bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you meet the twins and they they went through things when they were kids and they didn't have a lot of money or like everybody has a journey. Mm -hmm. And I think when you can realize that every single person, like when you can be, you I don't know how to describe it, but when you can... When you when you realize that you're not alone and Mm -hmm. that every single person, including the president of the United States, including our boss Vince McMahon, including the women's champion Becky Lynch, everybody's got problems. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got fears. Everybody's got the same. Everybody has to go to the bathroom. Everybody Mm -hmm. has to wake (laughs) up in the morning. Like we all have to do those. You know, even when I'm going and I'm nervous, I'm trying to pitch something to the boss about you know an idea that I have, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, like. If I don't take a chance on it, somebody else is going to take it. Right, right. If why can't I be like mm-hmm. I heard Ronda say this once in an um, interview, Ronda Rousey. She said, "Why can't I be the best in the world? Somebody yeah. else is going to be it. Mm-hmm. So why can't it be me?" Right. And and so I think sometimes you have to also not be afraid to fall on your ass. Mm-hmm. It took me five years to get hired by WWE. I got mm-hmm. rejected so many times, and I look back and I'm like it was that rejection that made me the person that I am today because I wouldn't be the women's champion. You know, when I was the women's champion, actually I beat Naomi for the Mm. women's championship, Uh, ironically, (laughs) but I wouldn't have even had that tenacity to do that if I hadn't been rejected so many Mm -hmm. times. And I was like, the more I got rejected, even though it was a horrible feeling, Mm -hmm. the more pissed off I got. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do this whether anybody likes it or not. And I think that is part of what has built that moral fiber in me to not give up. Like mm-hmm. even now I'm like, you know, it's going to take a lot to take me out of the game because I'm, I fought so hard to be here and I am not letting that go.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I want to know a little bit more about the, the journey to the final. Yes. Cause you said it was five years. Was, yeah. Five that, years to get hired. Okay. Yeah. So what was the first initial like reach out or trying to get in? Like what, First of all, I want to know about what made this Mm -hmm. dream your dream. And then where did the nose turn into a yes?
1: Um, In a nutshell, because it would take too long to explain, but (laughs) my whole family has wrestled. My uncles, my grandfather, my dad. My husband, you know, and and so for me, I was the first woman in my family to have an interest in it. And Mm -hmm. once I started training, I just was kind of hooked. And um, after having eight matches, I decided I was going to send a demo tape to WWE and I sent them a picture (laughs) of me not wearing makeup. And I was like, I was like 20 pounds heavier than I am now. And I was like, I want to work there. Like, I'm, you know... I wasn't ready, but at the time I was so. We never crushed are
0: and, when we first met. And you. I kept on sending tapes,
1: and every time WWE would come to our city, which was Calgary, I would go backstage, mm. and I would just you know hope that I could get in the ring with someone. Mm. When I was trying out, nobody would want to get in the ring with me. The girl, you know, everybody was going over their matches, and Chavo Guerrero uh, was a was a male superstar that used to work here, and he he got in the ring with me, and we had this like twenty minute like match. <laughs> and people were like, whoa, Natty Like, you know, because I had just come back from Japan mm-hmm. and I was just like so hungry and everybody was just, but back then they didn't really embrace women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was more mm-hmm. a little bit eye candy. Yeah. Okay. So I was told basically you're just too much of a wrestler. We're not uh, looking for that at all. You're too beefy. Too beefy, <laughs> too much of a wrestler, too. And so, and at the time I was like, then I was like, well, what do I have to do to get my foot in the door? And I was told, you know, lose some weight and be a little bit more feminine. And I was like, I got to fake it till I make it. If this Mm -hmm. is what they want, I get my foot in the door and then I can go back to being me. Yes. (laughs) You know, so I I lost a bunch of weight and I took some glamorous pictures and I sent them in and they were like, oh, wow. Like she, in in a short amount of time, I kind of transformed myself because I was like, I want to work there. Yeah. So... I finally got hired after basically harassing them relentlessly <laughs> and um, got the job. And then it doesn't, you know, it, in developmental, it's hard because then you're trying to get out of developmental, get on the main roster. And then you're on the main roster, trying to keep yourself on TV. And there's, you know, all sorts of different dynamics. But it, I've been here for, for been in WWE for 12 years, been Mm. on the main roster since 2008. And for me, I'm just so lucky because I've had, I've had the most matches of any woman in WWE history. Mm. Uh, Most pay-per-view matches of any woman in WWE history, which means I've been here a long time. (laughs) Um, But, I've had such an incredible journey of first, you know, we were part of the first ever women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. the first ever women's ladder match. Um, first wow. ever, like there's been so many first ever's that mm-hmm. like I've been a part of the first women's table match. And like, I, I haven't had a whole lot of championships. I've had two championships, but it doesn't even matter to me about mm-hmm. like, what's mattered to me is that I've built this beautiful dream mm-hmm. and inspired other people. And like, you know, I had these amazing moments where my dad and I got to even share the same dream, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. we got, my sisters didn't get that with mm-hmm. my dad, but I did. And so it, it's cool. Cause it made us closer. You know, mm-hmm. it made we, that was like, almost like destiny that we got to share that dream mm-hmm. together. Cause you know, it, it made everything worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, I think my sisters are kind of like pissed off because they walk into my dad's office and it's just like me and my dad, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's cool because, like, it it's almost like maybe that was why I was supposed to be here mm-hmm. so my dad and I could share that. You know, mm-hmm. I know I've certainly been body slammed a lot.
0: <laughs> like, all
2: for this? Okay, it was worth it. Perfect. It was worth it. But yeah is a living legend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tina really Turner of, of the, WWE. She is. Like, she is part of the glue of our division. Thanks. Trigger. What do
0: you think, from your perspective, and then I'm going to switch the question, mm-hmm. from your perspective, makes her magic?
2: Just loyalty, dedication, or passion. No one I I haven't seen anyone who works as hard as Natty, who's who's stuck in there, who's been through so many ups and downs. I mean, we see girls who come in and they it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't have to go through as many struggles as as others, but to see how much she's just gone through and to still have the same energy, fire, passion, and love and just like the, the willingness to, to help others and uplift other women mm-hmm. and and build them and want to make them great. I think it is something that's truly special because not mm-hmm. everyone is like that mm-hmm. and not everyone wants what's best for everyone, but yeah. Natty does. And she is liked and loved by everyone. And there's nobody who knows more about this business inside and out than this woman. And Thanks. she's just been, I don't know, just so, it's been like, I'm just, I'm happy I've been able to be here during the time mm. and learn from Natty and grow with her. And she's funny and uh, <laughs> Natty's the best. Like, I don't know what we would do if we didn't have Natty around. You're so
1: sweet. No, it's, it's mm. true. No, you're so Beautiful. sweet. I and, and I, you know, with Naomi, it's like, she's just one of the most incredible girls that we have oh, in WWE. Stop it. and, and it's funny because I didn't... <laughs> now you have to receive. I did an interview um, with Muscle & Fitness <laughs> and um, they were asking me about, like, you know, what girls I want to work with. And, you know, and I was like, the one, like, there's a few girls I really would love to have, have a program with. I would love to work with Sasha. I'd like to actually do a program with her. I've mm-hmm. had a couple odd matches with her, but she's she is very talented. Mm-hmm. And we just click together in the ring, but... Naomi is like, my husband's like a wrestling connoisseur. He's like a (laughs) wrestling genius. And he is always like, every time he has to put together matches, he only wants to focus on what (laughs) Naomi can do, you know, because he's like, well, Trin can do this and she can do this. And she can Mm -hmm. do, you know, even with the ladder matches, it was like he was helping us with the ladder match, um, Last year, and and he had all these like he had so many ideas for Naomi that I don't even know if he had anything <laughs> for anyone else because he's like, well, she can do she can do all the old moves that I um, can do
3: yeah.
1: that, that I used to, my husband used to wrestle, and he, he's like, Naomi, I'm gonna give her all these moves. She can do a blockbuster. <laughs> mm-hmm. She can do a springboard. She can do and and it's funny because she can do things that no other women in pro wrestling can do. Wow, and she's one of the most athletic superstars, not just women, but superstars in WWE. Mm. And so she's got, I feel like, so much untapped potential. And that's kind of a fear that I have, is that one day we won't realize our Mm -hmm. potential. Mm. That we we almost get there and like, in WWE, and I'm just being blunt, it's not like the Olympics where you really win a gold medal. Mm -hmm. It's all based off of storyline and this, and we're going to this pay-per-view, and it's all creative. It's the writers write things, and there's a whole... What they see for you.
0: Right. What
2: they... Want for you what they want, mm-hmm. no matter what you pitch or your ideas. If it's it, it really just comes down to to what they want and, and if, the flavor of the month and where they want to go today and what.
1: And if you're not in that title picture, you're not going to get that match. Or if they don't, if they don't ever book a match so with me and how Sasha, hard you work, it's it, it's a little bit of it, both. It's both. Okay, it's like it's just, you don't have full control, and okay. so that leaves us feeling sometimes out of control, mm-hmm. and we don't talk about that normally because you know, whenever I do interviews, I'm always very politically correct. And I always try to say and do the right things. But if we're going to be open and honest, Mm -hmm. sometimes we do, I do feel Mm -hmm. a little out of control when I come into work and I work really, really, really hard. And sometimes it doesn't always matter how hard Mm -hmm. you work, because Mm -hmm. if creative isn't going in that direction, or you're not fitting into that storyline, you might not I might not ever get to have that match with Sasha Mm -hmm. or I might never get to do this with Naomi Mm -hmm. or I might not ever get to face off against Charlotte again or like there's Mm -hmm. it's just sometimes it scares me because I'm like I want to make sure that I leave I left no stone unturned here. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's not in my hands, Mm -hmm. you know, and my husband said to me the other night because his his career ended he had a career ending injury. And I won't get into that, but he said, he goes, everybody's career is going to end. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it because he was sent, showing me an old clip of a match that he had. And he goes, everybody's career is going to end though. To everybody. Nobody knows the day that it's going to happen, but it's going uh-huh. to it's going to end. And there's going to be a day that you won't be wrestling anymore. Whether it's you're like Beth Phoenix, where Beth is actually one of the few people that's... Mm-hmm. She cognitively made a decision at 31. She wanted to have kids. Mm-hmm. And it was her dream, her whole life to have, a, to have children. So she retired in the prime of her career... And she was only 31 years old and she retired and had two kids. Came Mm -hmm. back seven years later better than she'd ever been Mm -hmm. at 38 Mm -hmm. on top. And she was like, it was like crazy because people were like, wow, she looks better now and is performing better now than she ever had. Mm. But TJ reminded me, he's like, everybody is going, at some point this will all be over for everyone. So Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, just understand, wrap your head around like appreciate it Mm -hmm. you know because i was last week i was complaining about something and i was like oh i wish we had more time and i wish i was doing this and i wish i had that did she goes be grateful because Mm -hmm. i can't wrestle anymore Mm -hmm. so it's going to end at some point so stop and smell the roses and realize how great it was you got to do that match or that Mm -hmm. you had to got to have that moment because it's not going to last forever
0: Mm -hmm. oh man there is so much there is so much there. There's so much wisdom there. um Like you were giving me chills the whole time because I'm thinking about how much this translates into everybody's life. Because mm-hmm. when you're in it, it feels like it's your everything and it, it's your world, but it's going to end. But it just means it's it, if you hold this belief, it's just opening up something better, right? Like this mm-hmm. or something better. So um like I said, I was in fitness. I won three world championships, could not see things after that. Like yeah. literally could not. When it ended, I was like, this is Empty. It's going to end. Yeah. Like now what? Who am I? I didn't even you know, didn't know me, what, your what my identity is. was. I yeah. took a year and just basically cried the whole year. Mm. But there was a world that was even better that I couldn't even see. Mm-hmm. So I think I just think of that for when you say you know this ends, but if we look at it as just an ending, because every ending is obviously a new beginning, and I'm not gonna sing that bar song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what I think about with when I when I look at all of you women, I'm like, oh my god, what is like I I always think. Oh my God, this is so freaking amazing. And what is next for them? Because yeah. like what you even are doing here is like so incredibly, it's 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 so it's like college for the rest of it. It's just crazy. It's yeah. like so much growth, so much you can literally do anything if you can handle this. It's, in my personal opinion.
2: I agree. And so many aspects of life, not just business, not just performing, but mm-hmm. like just with friendships, relationships. Um has taught me, and I've grown so much with my relationship with my husband like us working together and traveling mm-hmm. together and, and living like constantly being with each other and yes. going through every emotion and everything in life together. It's it's so different and so unique because you think mm-hmm. the, the normal average person, you know, who works a nine to five, you're away from each other at least 10 yeah. hours a day. Yes, totally. You've got time to miss each other, and then you come back together in the end of mm-hmm. day and you're ready to see each other, but we don't have that. We're constantly. So it's that's created and taught me and shown me something about ourselves and our relationship and mm. how to work through our problems. And still, when we do have bad days, when we have disagreements, still having to work with each other and, and get over our problems and just appreciate each other and always be there for each other, even when we are at our most stressed. Mm. Um, just learning through that and relationship with women and you know, learning how to get along with each other and respect each other's differences yeah, in the Yeah, that's a good room. point.
3: Mm.
2: Uh, it's just so many life lessons.
3: Mm-hmm. Even
2: friendships with my family or friends, like learning how to navigate and work through that. Because mm-hmm. you don't, you know, time and, and space from them, you, you grow apart. Yes. And so I've lost a lot of relationships mm-hmm. with a lot of people who... I thought was going to be there my entire life, Mm -hmm. but just, you just learn so much about yourself, about life and just every aspect of life with this, with this job and this career, I feel Mm. like.
1: And like Naomi said about, you know, differences, celebrating each other's differences, Mm -hmm. because we, you know, especially being here for over a decade, I've seen so many different women and men, but in our girls locker room, I've seen so many different women come and go. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be girls that you like and girls that you don't like and people that you connect with and people that you don't get along with. But I think I've really learned a lot about patience and like you just never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are that get on my nerves immensely, and then I'm like, and then I'll start to talk <laughs> to them in an airport and we have a miss like we mm-hmm. got a layover that's like four hours. I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or like so and so went through that too. And like we start to really connect, and like mm-hmm. it's like don't always judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody comes in here and they're nervous. And and I've been through so many different girls' debuts. They come in, they're brand new, they're the new toy, and mm-hmm. and and sometimes other girls don't know how to handle that, where they don't. All of a sudden, they see the new girls coming in, and they're like, "Well, I'm not special anymore because mm-hmm. they're the new mm-hmm. special girl." And and insecurity causes a lot of fighting. And mm. when we're fighting and butting heads, we don't do good work together right. in the ring. And mm-hmm. and so I've I've really tried to exercise patience and tolerance with everyone as much as I can mm-hmm. because you just never know what people are going through. Mm. And everybody's journey is different, and
3: yeah.
1: it's just nobody wants to be bullied or treated poorly or yeah. made to feel like they're not wanted. And, you know, I think I think it's important for women to understand that, like, you get what you give. Mm. And every time I give to somebody, I always get more back. Yes. It's true. It's, mm-hmm. it's so true. Oh,
0: let, so let me ask about that, because that was such a beautiful point. Like you say, you know, when a new woman comes in, sometimes you can be a lot of us are taught to be threatened by women where mm-hmm. that gets us nowhere. Like it, we lose all our power the second we start to feel threatened or compare mm-hmm. or we get jealous. And it sounds like you are, you know, you um, basically turn that into supporting women, into like cheering them on, into how can I help you? So tell me what what made you start doing that? And when did you realize that that was actually where like the power between or the power of lifting them up actually lifts you up?
1: When I first debuted in WWE, I I was a strong wrestler, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know how I fit in with the girls in the locker room, and mm-hmm. it was very catty and territorial because when I debuted, there was only one championship, okay. and there was usually only one girls' match on the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So you have twenty girls, but Comparing there's only going to be
2: mm.
1: one girls' match. Very so short match, and it would be mm-hmm. like not three, like we have now. Oh yeah. It'd be short and it would be like one girl was the, got the spotlight and she was the girl that meant something and then no one else meant anything. Uh. And so when I first came in, I was the new shiny toy. And I was like, and there were girls that just made me feel unwanted. And like, I was like, oh, i I'd never really been bullied mm. in my life until yeah. that experience. Even in school, I never really got bullied. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I was an adult that I was like, Oh, like I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly sensitive, or, but, but it was because we just didn't know each other. Mm. Nobody, like the, the girls when I was first coming up, they just didn't know me, and I didn't know them, and we just didn't click. Okay, our our chemistry wasn't instant. Now the irony to that is that now we're great. The mm. the girls that I didn't click with initially were fantastic. Now we get along great. But it was that initial feeling of like I don't feel wanted, and like my work wasn't very good in the ring because I felt like it wasn't good because I felt so. I felt like I was not I wanted to be liked in the locker yeah. room. I wanted everyone to like me. I wanted to get along with everybody. I wanted to fit in and and so now I'm really careful about when new girls come up to into our locker room. I'm, I want them to feel welcome and mm-hmm. like they have a safe zone in the locker room. Not mm-hmm. that they don't want to be in there, that they don't want to come to work, or that they don't want to, you know, like mm-hmm. it's really important that we all embrace each other even if you're brand new and if mm-hmm. you step out of line then we have a talk. Yeah. You know, but um you know, we can, we can all communicate with each other, but like, I never want anyone to feel how I felt when I first debuted. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, so alone, you yeah. know? And that was all that was just because there was no communication. Yeah. there was mm-hmm. just this lack of communication. We just weren't talking. Yes. And when people don't talk, even sometimes in, in relationships, like with your husband, if somebody, if you're not talking, somebody's lying. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so true. I always think about that. Like when how do you want people to be reacting when it's finally your time to be winning? You know, I always think about that. Like when you finally get to win, how do you want all the people around you? That's how you have to show up every single day mm-hmm. when you're not winning. When well, I wrestled Naomi, them. I wrestled mm-hmm. Naomi at
1: SummerSlam. This is actually a great example. I wrestled her at SummerSlam and it had been seven years since I'd won a championship. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled her um, at SummerSlam in 2017 at the Barclays Center and she was so gracious about me. It, it was like, it was exactly how I want to be with the other girls. Mm. Naomi was so gracious about losing the championship to me. She had so many ideas. She was so excited. She wanted to give me so much in the match. <laughs> you're like what? And I was like, "No, I want to give I want to give to you because you're giving to me. Like <laughs> I'm taking this championship from you and and like when it's like it's a very special thing to win a championship, mm-hmm. but also it's like a the person that lo- loses it, it's like, you know, that's like they're paying it forward." Yeah. And mm-hmm. she I just remember you you being so gracious and so nice and so because girls can get bitchy when mm-hmm. they lose a championship. <laughs> right, right? They can get rid Bitchy. And like, you were just like, it, she might as well have been winning it, you know, and <laughs> it was such a nice feeling because we got to the Barclays Center that day, we were putting everything together and we were just clicking. And I can remember one of the other girls matches not clicking that day.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Because there was some, again, miscommunication mm-hmm. issues, yeah. but. Naomi and I just had like, we just wanted to give to each other. When you want to give, and when you give, that's when you get the best. That's what the whole, when I look back on the women's evolution, like at NXT, all those girls down there when it was first getting started with uh, Charlotte and Becky and Bailey and Sasha, when they were all in NXT, they were just all giving each other so much Mm -hmm. where people were like, you know, you saw these girls wanting to give. Everybody was being so giving, not mm. being insecure. When mm-hmm. you're insecure, you don't want to give. You hold on real tight. Yep. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have these real bad matches.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's so true. I, I just that's so beautiful that you're sharing that because I think when we add value to other people's lives, that's obviously mm-hmm. how we get value back. And then I I really believe like if we could see the grand scheme, like when you withhold and you're insecure, you're missing the whole idea that yeah. we're just all a part- piece of the puzzle. Like yep. you can't do something without her, she can't do something without you. Like it's almost impossible. You can do it for a little while, but you can't sustain it. True. So I love every single story you guys have shared has been about how you've needed each other or you've needed someone else, or you've relied on each other or cheered each other on. So I just think that that is so freaking beautiful. So what are you guys most excited about right now in your lives?
1: (sighs) (laughs) Besides having a glass of red wine after (laughs) after Ross?
0: See, but that's uh, what is present right now because your life changes so much. So that's awesome too.
1: Well- I was really excited about going to Saudi Arabia and wrestling. There was a... I was supposed to go and do that and then there was a little bit of a game plan change. But like, I feel like for me, I, I've been trying to focus on finding things like in each day that I'm excited about. Yeah. Because sometimes, especially in WWE, you can't look too far ahead mm-hmm. yeah. because everything changes so fast you don't want to get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. Like, everything rapidly changes here so fast. But like, today, I'm excited about... I'm excited about, I have this whole weekend off with my mom where awesome. we have a girl's trip planned and I'm just, I really love spending time with her. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about being with my family and like spending some time with them and mm-hmm. just decompressing a little bit.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You know, I've interviewed a lot of people and I can tell you that some of the most successful people I've talked to, they're like, I don't really know. I'm excited for my glass yeah. of red wine tonight <laughs> or because nothing, the more that you accomplish your dreams and the more that you do in mm-hmm. life the more you realize it's so important about building like a really good day. Yeah. So while yes it's like it's also awesome to have things to look forward to but it's also like is that going to be there tomorrow? Right. I don't know.
1: And sometimes the little things are real like they're they're so important my my um one of my uncles died of cancer and one of the special things about him um Was that he found so much joy in just little things like Mm. his favorite TV show. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about this with my sister the other day, and I was like, James loved all the things that are important in life. He cared, he didn't care about money, he didn't care about, you know, designer clothes or being, you know, driving fancy cars. He cared about his favorite TV show, which was Happy Days. He loved (laughs) it. Mondays were his wing nights where he would have chicken wing eating contests. And (laughs) and he loved animals and he had yeah. these animal these cats that he took care of and these stray cats that he fed and he just found so much joy in the little things like a good mm-hmm. meal your favorite show being with one like i really think about what my favorite day is just being with like my husband in our house just doing nothing mm-hmm. like that to me is a dream putting on my pj's <laughs> having a glass of wine watching netflix and just relaxing that's that's that to me is a dream chill yeah
0: mm-hmm. that's amazing
2: i think i look forward to um, my Doing more music projects uh, outside of wrestling. Oh, cool. I, I like to sing and
0: oh, amazing!
2: And it was uh, maybe like three years ago, I think or longer I don't know mm-hmm. years ago I put out a song and a video but the fans have been wanting more and I kind of just got away from it because I was just so focused on wrestling mm-hmm. but it is a passion and like a hobby so yeah. I'm like oh, I feel like you know I'm, I'm, I am I want to get back into that and put out another song and do another video mm-hmm. so I've been working on that so yep. I look forward to that because I think it'll be it'll be good and fans it's a way I can bond and connect mm-hmm. with my fans and um, she can
0: dance she's family like, huh? <laughs> yeah I look forward to that amazing so, you guys, uh, just in wrapping this up, what is something for people who kind of feel like they are either afraid or hitting a wall? Like, what what's the thought process that they can kind of dig into to push through? Yeah.
1: Oh, this is the, there's no stars without darkness. You can't. Mm-hmm. You got to fall on your ass and get back up and, and realize how much you want something. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes is from this book. Um, it's a book about a professor that was dying of cancer, and he has to write a book. Like he, he decided that he was going to write a book so that his kids could read it when he's gone. This Maury. Uh, no, no okay. it was called um, The Last Lecture. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he said the brick walls are there for a reason, and he wanted mm-hmm. his kids to understand that their brick walls are supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have brick walls, but they're there for they're there to keep the other people out who mm-hmm. don't want it badly enough. Mm-hmm. They're not there to keep you out. They're just mm-hmm. there to keep the other people out. Mm-hmm. So. You have to show how badly you want something, and that's important. Like brick walls are going to be there. The brick walls are important, mm-hmm. and so it's important to understand that you you have to persevere, and you have to go. You have to go through some stuff to mm-hmm. to find out how badly you want something. And sometimes things aren't meant to be, mm-hmm. and then you realize, like, oh, all those things that I really wanted, I did, that wasn't meant to be, mm-hmm. even with relationships, even like you know. Sometimes it's just not meant to be, mm-hmm. and then it, yeah. then you realize later, oh shit, I wasn't
2: meant to be with him.
0: <laughs> I was trying and trying. <laughs> <It wasn't. laughs>
2: yeah, I just say if, and you say this quote all the time, and I love it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think anything worth having is is gonna be Hard. difficult. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be easy to obtain, but um, only the people who want it bad enough will will get there. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe we are capable of doing, especially in America you know, of making our dreams come true and accomplish in anything we want to do. So, um, yeah, you just got to fight through. forward and want it bad enough and, and push through. through.
0: <laughs> and I think with that, I just actually, you guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for your time. Like, I, this has been awesome. Thank you. I thank could sit you. here for hours and ask you questions, <laughs> but I think there's so much beautiful wisdom and I'm so grateful for everything that you shared oh, with thank us. thank you. Me too. <laughs> thank you, guys.